Hello, welcome to Card of the Day podcast, presented by Moonlight and Mercury Tarot. I'm your host and reader, Victoria. Hello and welcome once again to another episode of Card of the Day podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I want to remind you that tomorrow is going to be our first episode with our listener question segment and we do have a question that is it's a juicy one you're not going to want to miss it so check that out tomorrow today's card is from oak ash and thorn tarot by stephanie burrows and adam olers copyright three trees tarot that's at three trees tarot.co.uk and your card for today is death When I look at this image, it is very dark, but it feels hopeful. The darkness in this card doesn't feel like the kind of darkness that someone would be afraid of. It's peaceful and quiet. We saw a similar theme yesterday with the uh, night card from Urban Crow Oracle. And to me, this is the darkness of transition. There is a hair on this card, surrounded by ferns, looking up at butterflies, or I guess maybe moths, since it appears to be nighttime. Of course, butterflies and moths symbolize change and transformation, and ferns, I had to look this one up, but I saw that in some cultures, ferns symbolize new life and new beginnings. Hairs symbolize various things to different cultures. I saw they can symbolize good luck, of course, fertility, and also, again, vitality, change, and new beginnings. Think about how hairs change color during different seasons. That's what came to mind for me. So with death is the possibility of a new beginning, but this is the death card. Yesterday, I did a Uh, card pick reading on Instagram for the week ahead and there were two tens that showed up there out of three possible cards. So there is an ending here. With the ten of cups even that is a happy ending but it's still an ending of something which implies moving into a new chapter or a new cycle. Then there was the ten of swords which can mean a painful ending but also the possibility of the ending of suffering. It's that rock bottom where there's nowhere to go but up. So think about where you may be in a transitional phase right now and what needs to die to make space. Because what this card could be telling us is the possibility of a new beginning is available, but there could be something standing in the way and the way needs to be cleared of that. The darkness of this card is, it feels like an embrace. It could be seen as the darkness of the womb before a birth. But death can be painful. Change can be uncomfortable. And it is not saying that you have to be all sunshine and light about it. You may need to grieve. And you can allow yourself to grieve even knowing that something better is on the way and this release is for your highest good. Now, I felt I couldn't talk about death and the symbolic alchemical death and rebirth without mentioning some plant friends that have supported me through some dark night of the soul moments in my life, and those are Poison Hemlock and Belladonna. 
I have not had the good fortune of meeting poison hemlock physically yet, but I have met the plant spirit in meditation. But I have more experience with Belladonna, so I'm going to talk more about her. But I felt that poison hemlock also deserved an honorable mention with this topic. Now, these are not plant spirits to be taken lightly. I'm not saying that to instill any kind of fear or to sound creepy or whatever. I just want you, if you decide to reach out uh, to these plant spirits or work with them in any way, don't expect them to be necessarily gentle. Okay, this is not Rose. Don't get me wrong, Rose is very powerful and I love her, but she is gentle and kind. She can also support you through this kind of transition if you want something gentler. But poison hemlock and belladonna, these plants are associated with death and the underworld, and they may test you. They can test your mettle, so be sure you're ready for whatever comes up. They can show things or say things that you may find disturbing if you're not ready or able to experience that. Um, there is a reason that they have a reputation for potentially inducing madness. So if, if you don't feel mentally stable enough to experience the possible things that can come up with these plants, go for something gentler. As I said, I've met poison hemlock in meditation, and you can absolutely connect with any plant spirit that is willing in meditation without ever experiencing the plant physically. In fact, if you have any interest in growing poisonous plants, or any plant really, I recommend that you do that first. I connected with Datura and Belladonna for a long time before I ever grew them, especially Belladonna. She really made me work for it. But there is another level of bonding when you grow a plant from seed and nourish it and witness it in its various stages of life. And that is my experience with Belladonna now. And for the record, when I say experience the plant physically, I mean having the plant in my physical space. Do not consume these plants in any way. They can potentially kill you, or ha e even in small doses, can produce very, very harmful effects. So don't eat it, don't smoke it, don't drink it in a tea. You may very well actually die, so I'm telling you, don't do that. I never have, and I don't have any intention to do so myself. Now, Belladonna will, if you need it, if you're open to it, she can push you into that sort of underworld of symbolic death. And even though it may be uncomfortable in some way, it can also be really deeply healing and transformative if you're able to work through it. She can make you aware of your mental and emotional patterns that need to go. When I experienced this, it was like, all my fear and self-doubt became so intensified, but it was cathartic and I just stayed with it. I didn't try to mitigate it in any way or talk myself out of it. I just allowed it. I knew I needed it even though it felt so intense. It also felt like something was breaking loose, like some big old stuck thing was finally breaking free and it was forcing me to re-examine everything and look at what I really believed and wanted. And I came out of that experience lighter and, and clearer. So my point here with all of this is if you really want to go deep and unearth 
what needs to be released in order for you to transform, and if you're willing to be brave enough to face that, there are allies in the natural world who could support you in that. Some stones to consider are labradorite, which can help us to see what is hidden and beneath the surface, and obsidian, which can also help with seeing the unseen and bringing shadows into the light. And both of these can also be protective. Now, if you work with uh, plants like belladonna, for example, you are going to need to find a way to stay grounded throughout that experience. So these stones can be supportive with that. Finally, I want to end by saying that the hair on this card, as I said, is looking up and the expression in its eyes looks hopeful. So this death is the end of something, but with an ending, there is the hope for a new beginning. And may that be the beginning of something more positive for you and more aligned with your highest expression. That's all for today. Thank you for joining me on Card of the Day podcast. As always, I invite you to let me know what you think, or you can submit a question to be answered on Wednesday's listener question segment. You can find me at my website, moonlightandmercury.com, on Instagram and threads at Moonlight and Mercury, and on Twitter at Moonlit Portal. Thank you for listening, and I wish you a magical day.